welcome to I Do Declare. I'm Lindsay, and today Bobby and I are going to do a whole podcast dedicated to the family science and human development major. We have back-to-back interviews coming up on this podcast. First, we sat down with Dr. Lyndall Kaw and Shannon Bellum, both of whom are faculty and staff in the Department of Family Science and Human Development. And right after that, we roll into an interview with Kaylin Rice, who is a current student in the major. So those interviews are coming your way right now. Welcome back to I Do Declare. I'm Lindsay. I'm Bobby. And today we have two special guests from the Department of Family Science and Human Development. We have with us Dr. Lyndall Kaw, and she is the acting chair and associate professor of the department. And we also have Shannon Bellum, who is the department administrator and internship director Thank you, too, for being here with us in this very cold room today. (laughs) Thanks for inviting us. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Um, So in both of your roles, you both work super closely with students in administrative Mm -hmm. roles, inside of the classroom, what have you. Tell us about the students in your department. Well, I might be biased, but I think we have the best students <laughs> in the whole university. I think we're the best department. That's so true, right? <laughs> in the university. We tell our students that when they come in. You pick the best department. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, our major is uh, what I sometimes call the hodgepodge major, but that doesn't sound very like lofty. However, mm-hmm. um, it interdisciplinary. Really, interdisciplinary mm-hmm. is probably yeah, more academic word. More academic yes. word. Yes. Exactly. Uh, we, you know, just looking at our faculty, we have faculty coming from sociology, from human development, from family sciences, from psychology. So we really bring in all these different expertise from all these different fields, and we bring them all together and, and house it in one department. So all of our students are very well versed in these particular fields, uh, and they get sort of a very big overall picture of how families and individuals work in communities. Yeah, and I like to say that families are ubiquitous, so you can find families in every aspect of society. So you'll, when people ask, like a student will come in and ask me, what can I do with this degree? And I'm like, well, what do you want to do with this degree? Mm-hmm. There's so many different things. Like if you think about where families are in society, they're in every aspect of it. So pick, a, pick an area and let that be your mm-hmm. passion and pursue it. So I think mm-hmm. that's something that often, you know, confuses students because they just don't, they you know, this idea that it's an open world and you can do what you want with it is is sometimes overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think what your question was getting at was some characteristics of what are our students. And mm-hmm. I think there's a real drive to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a common thing that all of our students have. Like they really just are interested in helping people. And, you know, the, the tenderhearted want to help the kids especially. Um, so they, a lot of our students come in thinking they want to be teachers, but um, teaching isn't the only way to work right. with kids and families. Um, there's so many other ways to work with kids. Mm-hmm. And the, the student that wants to help people and thinks she wants to teach probably really doesn't want to be in the classroom. She probably really wants to do something else um, mm-hmm. in, that, in a way that is helping kids right. and families. Yeah, so family science and human development, definitely a path that a student who's interested in being a classroom teacher could take. But what are some other examples of those careers that you were talking about that a student could land in from this major? Where do we begin? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So this is, yeah, this is exact. this is such a common question I get in in advisement meetings with students. They'll come in and this is exactly what they want to know. And uh, I have a really handy Canvas site that I usually direct them to. I'm like, take a look at this. I'm going to give you a general idea, but take a look at this. Um, And on the Canvas site, it's a list of all of our internships. So our students that aren't pursuing teaching, most of them do internship. 
Um, so we have a list of about 120 or 30 sites uh, that students can choose from, and they're working with families in a bunch of different ways. Like some of them will focus on addiction, so maybe mm -hmm. they want to work with teens that are addicted to, you know, nicotine or alcohol or drugs and want to help pull, you know, pull them out of that and put them on a path to a successful life. So that's one aspect. Um, they could work with mental health students uh, or kids or families that have mental health issues, or they might just be more interested in working with healthy, well-functioning families that um, just need a little help, like some sibling relationships type stuff, like navigating, like the, there was that super nanny show that was on, you know, something like <laughs> that. Like that's, that's, an, that's, yes, exactly that. Um, or working with older people. We were talking mm -hmm. on our way over about a new job that we just heard about called death doula, where a person <laughs> would help um, transition mm -hmm. a dying family member to, you know, into the afterlife, into like going on to what's whatever's yeah. next for that, that dying individual, but also help the family deal with the death. Um, so we were just saying like yeah. that, you know, we just heard about this and, and it's something that our students could very definitely do. Um, I think the students that tend to work with older folks, the gerontology population, a lot of them open their own business. There's a lot of opportunity in that field to, to um, create your own business and come up with these really creative approaches to working with families. That makes sense. As I would imagine, that's a growing field as people's life expectancy gets longer as yes. we become healthier in yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, just to piggyback also on what Shannon said, I think the vast um, range, I guess, of all the different careers that you can possibly get from or, or create, really, mm -hmm. uh, your own niche, right? If you think of families and communities and children, like where, they, where do they belong? They belong in pretty much virtually every aspect of society. Um, so we've got some students who are extremely creative. You know, I've had students do um, internships or field sites in um, a uh, like retirement homes from yeah. retirement homes, mm -hmm. but nursing homes, but also in um, funeral homes. So um, you know, to working in a hospital setting, to you know, working in nonprofits, to working with the Department of Children and Families. But also the other thing that really drives a lot of careers uh, are what's happening in the world, right? What's happening in the country, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, one of the things was the immigration crisis. Yeah, there's a lot of country, students example, interested in Really helping. interested yeah. by, in being yeah. translators, working for nonprofits who are exactly. uh, working with um, families who, you know, are displaced and who have children separated right. from their families, and, those kinds of things. And yeah. students can intern anywhere. We've had them in South Africa and Chile in other states. So, like, we had, we had a student approach us at one of the later, you know, an intro info session that mm -hmm. we did in the fall saying, I really want to help Racies. And we were like, go, go to Texas. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, mm -hmm. of course, we're going to support you in doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, mm -hmm. we, we don't want to hold them back um, for, you know, for that thing. Yeah. So I was just thinking as you were talking about the um, unique internships that we had, we mm -hmm. had a student intern a couple years ago with this um, organization called Oasis. They're right over mm -hmm. Down Valley Road on, uh, in, right across the border mm -hmm. of Patterson. Mm -hmm. And they help women and kids who are just having problems. I mean, there's this old saying that if you help women, you're helping kids um, because the moms will, you know, really give everything to their children. So if you help the mother, you're helping those kids because she'll she'll make sure that they're taken care of, but she just needs the resources. So that that's sort of Oasis philosophy. Um, and we had a student who had been a dance major and she switched over to family science human development, but kept a dance minor 
and went into Oasis mm -hmm. and created an after-school program mm -hmm. for the kids that was centered around dance. So she was able to really bring in, mm -hmm. you know, this other interest and apply it to working with families and kids. So mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's the kind of like creative thinking that our students can do. And there's a lot, of, there's a lot of room for that. But the ones that you know, don't want to think about it. We have a, we can, we can guide them as well. Like we can, yeah. Which is what Chris Cottle is awesome at. Yes. He's awesome at that. It sounds like there's just a really big advocacy piece here. Yes. That can mm -hmm. also be very much connected to the major if a student wants it to be. Yeah. Yes. Now there's several different tracks in family science, human mm -hmm. development, right? Mm -hmm. yes. Can you tell us about yeah. the tracks? Sure. Uh, there's family, children, and school settings. That's the track that's designed to have the teacher certification plugged into, into it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's 36 credits in the major and then another 30-plus credits in the certification. So it's almost like a double major. Um, only teacher ed doesn't call themselves a major. They call themselves a cert. So that's designed for that. Students, there is a backdoor built into that program. So if students get all the way through and become like their 90-plus credits and really can't easily switch out of doing the certification, they can complete that degree without the cert, because that does happen. We do have a handful of students who freak out at the very end. And then, so that's one track. The second track is family services. That's the one that we've been we've mostly been talking, talking about. about. Right. That's the, yeah, that's the heart and soul of our program. <laughs> like I think mm -hmm. uh, when I think of our program and I think of our students, that's the, that's the program that I really think about as that's really us and really captures who we are. Um, and that's the one where that is a 54 credit program. And I always tell students half of that you get to really drive the bus on half yeah. of that. We're telling you to take these 27 credits, and then we're giving you really broad strokes for the other 27 credits where you can really design what it is you want to do. You could So it really is beneficial for the student if we can capture them quickly, mm -hmm. like by the time they're sophomores, so that they can really design mm -hmm. that 27. Because what happens if we find them at senior level, we're plugging in stuff that they've already taken in there, which works. It works to get them out the door to graduate so they get degrees and they get to go work. It works for that. Um, but they didn't get to drive that bus very, as much as like say a sophomore would, who'd be able to really say, I'm gonna t spend these nine credits on this and this nine credits on that and this nine credits on that. So those those are the two. We had gerontology, but yeah. we've now folded that into family services. There's a, It's very easy for the students that are interested in working with older folks to take that 27 credits and build that um, mm -hmm. in using uh, coursework that speaks to the gerontology field. Wow. That's, Sounds yeah. like it's a very like, Make it yourself, like a DIY major. For sure. <laughs> but it's yeah. also one of a kind, and I really like that. And I'm wondering how would one of our students, so our pre major population, if they are interested in family science and human development, what exactly is the starting point to figure out mm -hmm. which path would really be best for them? Mm -hmm. I think the first path would be to schedule an appointment to meet with one of our advisors. I think uh, Chris Cottle or Shannon Bellum, I think would be a great resource uh, in terms of just having that conversation to say, is this the right major for you? Um, and in, in most cases, I think when students sort of say, I, you know, my desire is really to help people. I really want a career in helping people and, and being able to make a difference in the world, right? Um, and we were like, okay, you're in. <laughs> really, yeah, awesome. You belong here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? um, Social justice. Exactly, yes. exactly. Um, you know, and so we'll, we'll work with you in terms of sort of figuring out where your niche is going to be. And sometimes students come in with a ton of ideas and they're like, I have all these great ideas. I want to be in all these different things. I want to yeah. do you know, I don't know if I want to work with children or I, oh, I know I want to work with children, but I don't know if I want to work with babies or, you know, or in this setting or that setting. Um, and so they'll figure it out right through our coursework. 
uh, first of all, I think that that gives them a glimpse. Uh, one of our first courses is the Intro to Family Studies. That's that's, that's the starting point. That's the starting that's point. That's the starting point. I've taught yeah. that class that, for yeah. over that's 20 years. Everyone should take. Yeah, yes. that's, that's what they should. If they're curious, that would be a good place it's to figure place out to figure whether it or not out. it's something they want to do. Yeah. And we, yeah. we tried really hard to get that to be a gen ed. And the gen ed committee fell apart before we got it all the way through. We did a lot of work on it. So we're hoping that with the new gen ed, we can get... Because we, I know that's important for university college students. Yeah. That and we don't have any gen eds. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. I'm just like, oh my goodness, where are we going to? We need one. We need one. We need more than one. Like there's and there's no reason. I just I I need the gen ed committee to figure it out so we can figure out where we fit. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, one thing we do have too, while that pie is sort of cooking, and hopefully yeah. will come out as a gen ed someday, we do a program called Crash a Class, which is yep. we open. Um, up to faculty who are willing to volunteer their classrooms that students can just come in and sit in, mm -hmm. essentially audit a class. Mm -hmm. And I know Family Science and Human Development has participated in yes. that yes. in the past. Yeah. So definitely a good thing for students who are listening to this to keep an eye out for in the spring semester. I'm sure Family Science and Human Development mm -hmm. will be back up there. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, since it's not a gen ed yet, mm -hmm. that's an opportunity for them to sit in on a class like that and really get that first taste right. of... Absolutely. Of the program. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's such a telescopic class. Um, mm -hmm. I've taught that class for you know, over 20, 25 semesters. Um, it's such a telescopic <laughs> class. It gives you such a great um, variety of topics. You, know, you really get the taste of what the, the major is really like, the feel is like, and also get a sense of, like, where you can fit yourself in, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about um, issues ranging from poverty and uh, to, you know, issues like racism, sexism, um, gender issues. I mean, we talk about all these everything. things in there, everything yeah. that, uh, so it's a, again, it's a very telescopic class. It's very content heavy. However, it, it really gives you a good sense of what this major is really about. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think like the rest of our classes, a lot of them are a mix of that type of stuff, that theoretical approach and practical right. approach. So I think that's another thing that makes us really unique, especially from psych and social, which it seems like their classes tend to be more theoretical, but we have a, a nice mix, I think, of um, applied where students yeah. get to practice. So I teach interpersonal uh, relations with FSHD 141, which is another place students can dabble um, because it's open to every, it's a 100 level, um, it's open to every student, and we run a lot of sections. It seems like I could probably put as many sections up <laughs> as I want and they would fill um, because it's a very popular class, but students learn about that initial you know, relationship building skills that they come in thinking they know, but actually they, when they take the class, they realize how little they didn't know. Yeah. Um, so right. I think that is also a nice place where they can, it's a, it's a very much a mix of theory and application. So they read about a theory, they learn about a theory, and then they're, now they're applying, they're using some skills, they're learning some new skills and stuff. So that's, it's really, mm -hmm. it's a fun course mm -hmm. to teach. I took to that class mm -hmm. when I was in college. Yeah. Oh, did you? I, yep. <laughs> I was not in the major. It was just like interpersonal uh, relationships. Yeah, it was just yeah. a topic I was interested in. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it was the first time I ever learned about making I statements. Oh. You know, when oh. you're sharing your opinion of not Wait, did you have me? I don't think so, because I really emphasize that. <laughs> I don't think so, but the I remember I that. That was my first class <laughs> in that course yeah. of the I statements, of yeah. like owning it as your own feelings mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, mm -hmm. coming mm -hmm. at somebody's neck. Changed my life. <laughs> there we go. People yeah. say it's life-changing. I it mean, is. it's super interesting. We have students that we just, you know, we know are sort of struggling, and I remember I got one that Chris Cottle had told me about, and he enrolled in my class, and... I knew, like, about 
60% of the way through the class, I, he finally got it, like the coin drop for that mm-hmm. student. And he became my, my best student that semester, <laughs> like overnight. Like it, he was suddenly like, wow, mm-hmm. it changed my life. And he told Mr. Cottle that. It was very cute. Well, on that beautiful note, if a pre-major student is interested in exploring family science and human development a little bit more, where is your office that they could potentially drop by? In University Hall on the fourth floor in Suite 4144. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. This was a super informative, very lively interview. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having us. What are we talking about today, Bobby? We're talking about family science and human development from one of the students from that program. So, Kaylin, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Kaylin. I'm a family science and human development major. I'm a sophomore, and I'm applying to the teacher ed program for the spring deadline. Oh, that's exciting. So as a family science and human development major, then I'm guessing you're looking to be a teacher. Yes. What kind of teacher? Um, I'm doing K through six, but I want to do like K through three, but I'm just going to do the K through six cert. <laughs> so can you tell us, Kaylin, a little bit about the program in general? Family science and human development is like a major if you were looking to like work with people in any sort of way, whether it's like social work, school counseling, teaching therapy, like marriage counseling, any of that kind of stuff. So like it gives you like a broad range of like child development and then like how to work with families, how to work with kids. So like you get like kind of like well-rounded in all different types of areas. And then like if you were to do your master's in something, you would be able to focus on that like one area, whether it's like marriage, teaching and stuff like that. So it could be a good platform to go into some sort of like counseling, things like that as well. But for you, it's also a platform to go into teaching. Yes. And so why did you pick this major? I picked this major because it was like one of the majors that went en route to if you wanted to be into the teacher ed program. But like I thought it was interesting for me because like I didn't know if I wanted to do teaching right off the bat. So going into the major, if I were to just get my BA in family science and human development, like I could still do like school counseling, like working in the school system without having to like be a teacher. I could be a guidance counselor or like something else with the majors. It's like pretty broad. So like you could still like work with people and you don't have to just teach or just be a school counselor. Like that's like a pretty broad major where if you want to work with people, you can do that with the major. Yeah, that sounds great that you seem to have so many options yeah. within the major. A one-stop shop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what sort of classes are you taking right now that are major related or um, have you taken in the past? In the past, one of my requirements I took was psychology. And then this semester I took child development, class on global families. I learned about, like, different cultures that families, like, have and, like, how they, like, what they believe in and how, like, you would work with a family, whether it's counseling or in, like, school setting. How would you work with them based on where they came from? I took, like, an early elementary, like, democracy class where, like, you learned. Yeah, that's where I went to, like, Newark for, and I got to, like, see, like, how the classroom works and, like, I had to, like, go to meetings, like, the school-based meetings and, like, watch videos of like like school board meetings for like the district and stuff like that so you got to see like what kind of like problems you might be able, you might run into as a teacher and like what like what are the good things you can get out of it as well so that was like a class that was very informative for me oh the other class is not it's not really related no. to my major <laughs> it was a class on drugs. Psychology. it was literally a health class on drugs but <laughs> it's fine do you have a minor 
No. I, I wanted to minor, but some people that are in the um, family science and human development major, they'll minor in social work. Like, because you can, there's, like, different routes for family science. Like, I'm on the school setting route because I want to apply to be a teacher. But, like, if you want to do, like, counseling, therapy, and stuff like that, you uh, do the family services route. So you do more classes that are, like, not education-based. They're more, like, towards, like, working with people, learning about different people, where they come from, and stuff like that. That's very cool. I didn't realize that. Did you come in as a family science human development major? Yes. I, I didn't. I don't know if I applied into the major. I don't even remember, honestly. But I did, like, when I came here, like, I had my major. It was family science and human development. And it was school setting because I wanted to go into teaching. And, like, they always say, like, literally once you come in, they're like, yeah, 90% of you are school setting, but we know you're going to switch over to family services. Like, they they know, like, everyone, like, comes in thinking that they want to be a teacher. And then they discover, like, the family services thing where they don't have to go through all, like, the teaching, the practices. They don't have to do all of that stuff. They can just work in a school, work for nonprofit organizations and do stuff like that. So a lot of people switch over to family services. Do you think you'll be one of those? I thought I was thinking about it for a minute. <laughs> I really was because I wanted to do I was thinking about doing like higher ed and I was like I'd rather do like family services if I'm going to like want to do higher ed than um do school setting. But then like when I actually started like going into school and like working like and like seeing like the school I really wanted to like stay there and I wanted to uh apply into the dual certification program where I can get the, my master's in a fifth year. So that's what I'm applying into now. That is an amazing it's option. Very versatile yeah. program. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was the moment in your life that you had that you said, I know I want to be a teacher. I know I want to work in these education and helping fields. Um, I think that for a long time, like I knew I wanted to work with kids. I didn't know how, but like I'm the oldest of two two of my sisters one's 17 the other one's like 11 so I've always had to like just help them like in the school and stuff like that and then I applied to be like a school counselor when I was 16 because I was like a counselor in training before that so I applied to work there when I was 16 and then I've been working at that camp since I was like from 16 to 19 now so I've been working there for the past three years and so I've always been working with kids and then I was like like, even just working with them at a camp, I was impacting them in ways because most of the kids that went to that camp were, like, there because of, like, they got, like, a financial aid kind of thing or they got, like, a scholarship thing that let them go to camp because they most of the time, like, their parents couldn't afford to just send them to any other camp. So, like, there I got to, like, interact and, like, see kids from all over, and that's what, like, struck me to want to teach because I was, like, I like working with them, I like playing with them, but, like, I also want to help them grow in other ways, like, their education, like, emotionally being able to talk about, like, what's going on and stuff like that. So that kind of drew me towards teaching. And then my dad, my dad was a teacher, and then he went through, like, the whole teacher, principal, all of that kind of stuff. So, like, I've seen him go through all of that, and I've seen, like, people who he taught, like, when he was teaching at a high school, see him when he's, like, when they're, like, 30, and they're like, oh, my God, like, you're my teacher. And, like, just seeing that interaction, I know, like, that makes him feel, like, very, like, he impacted someone, so I really want to do that for, like, myself. Education is a high-impact field. That is, and I mean, speaking of Bobby and I, you oh, know, people yeah. who work in higher education is, you do, you get to see the fruits of your labor a lot. And, you know, you see your students have different successes in the classroom or in their extracurriculars, or you see them thrive 10 years down the line. Yeah. And it really is, like, a meaningful experience. Yeah, and Mr. Cottle. I'm assuming is your advisor. Yeah, I, I work with Is the advisor for all students in the family science and human development.
major. And I, I know just working with him that he treats every student like they're his own. And then he sees them like months, years, eras, eons, whatever the word is, down the line. <laughs> He's like, that's my student. I know you. How are you doing? And they're, they're just like, they light up when they see him. So hearing you say that you want to be like your father, who is a teacher and impacts all these people, is just, I love hearing that. It's just great. And then you also get to do that technically in a setting here with the University College as a yeah. fellow. Do you want to talk more about your experience as a fellow and how your majors helped you with that? Yes. So at first, well, at first, I just, freshman year, last year, I worked at the Dean of Students office, and that's where I first, like, got into, like, office jobs and never really worked in like an office setting where like I just sat like in a cubicle and did like paperwork answer the phones I never did stuff like that and I for some reason I don't know if like I don't know why but like I'm always trying to help someone like just like do something whether it's like build a resume cover letter like make their class schedule like I just want to help them so that they can succeed and like they can do well and whatever their major is and so like literally all freshman year once I figured out how degree works I would help my friends that were undeclared like make their schedule to like where they want to go like most of my friends are in the arts so I would help them like make sure that they're taking the art classes so that they don't not take them and then have to retake them and be like behind on their whole major yeah and one of my friends just got into the animation program like last week and was doing his portfolio this whole semester and was taking art classes so now like he can start with the animation program and not have to, like, go backwards. So that, like, that, I just, like, helping, like, that with, like, working with kids and, like, my major just, like, teaching me how to be, like, open to all people and learn how to help everyone, it just makes me want to do that more. And that's why I applied into the um, advising fellow position because I was already doing that before I even knew, like, there was going to be a position for it. So I was like, I definitely can do this, so let me just apply and see what happens. Yeah, you and were then, a down-low yeah. academic advisor, and yeah. you paid to be a <laughs> to student be academic advisor. Yeah, literally. So that was exciting, and I liked that, like, when I worked, like, here for the first week when everyone's trying to, like, fix their schedules. It was very hectic, but, like, working with, like, a whole bunch of different students, just trying to help them get through the first semester and picking their classes just helps them and it helps it makes me feel good knowing that like now they're set and they know what they can do for like this semester and possibly hopefully they learn from that experience and will be able to like work quicker and like better so that they know to be ahead of the game so that they can do that for like the next semester and after that. Yeah, again, a really high impact position in what you're doing with being a student academic advisor because you get to give the students, I mean, when we come in as freshmen, nobody knows what degree what works is. Nobody yeah. knows how to use those things. So you are from the from the onset really that person who is giving them those skills, which I can imagine feels very rewarding yes. sometimes when you have those really meaningful meetings with the students who come in. So if a student is listening to this podcast right now who is considering a major in family science and human development, do you have advice for them? I would say to pick the major because <laughs> great advice you know just pick it because a lot of people that are in family science and human development really enjoy the major because there's so many different things that you can learn about that you probably didn't realize like when I would did family science I wanted to teach and I thought I would just be taking classes that would help me be a teacher but like I'm teaching I'm taking classes that teach me about working with different families that like from all over and classes that teach me about the developmental things that a child goes through so that like when you go into the classroom or when you work with a child you'll be aware of like 
what how the child should be developing so that you can figure out if they're going to need further assistance or further help. So I think that if you really want to work with people, whether it's school setting, marriage counseling, therapy, just like connecting with someone in some way, family science and human development would be the best route for a person to go because from there they can do their master's in whatever they really, really want to focus on. But this gives them like a broad range of being able to choose where they want to go from there. And family science and human development is a major that's in the College of Education and Human Services. So they have a lot of great resources, too, within that college. They have their own academic advisors for the students who are in the college. They also have career services for the students who are in the college. Um, And they work closely with students who are looking to be in teacher education Mm -hmm. and follow that path as well. So they have a lot of great resources for you all over there. Have you utilized any of those resources so far? Um, since I'm applying into the teacher ed program, I have to take I have to take the Praxis, which is like a standardized test. So they have like tutoring here at Montclair for free that you can like go in. Right now they don't work with my schedule, but I'm still I'm gonna try to like go into tutoring because I really want to get make sure that my score is good so that I can pass and not have to keep taking it over and over again. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely planning on utilizing those services, and I go to like academic advising and stuff like that. So. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us, Caitlin. It was awesome to hear about the major. And clearly, this is something that you're really passionate about. So you're a great student voice to have in here, too. Thank you. This has been I Do Declare. I'm Lindsay. I'm Bobby. And we'll... (laughs) (laughs) 